everyone. How are you guys doing? This is Denka here from Boomshare. We are here in Sydney and today we're having a guest with us. That is Keith Keller all the way in Melbourne and Michelle in Sydney again. Um, hi guys, how are you today? Very good. Good, uh, thanks. <laughs> um, Keith Keller is a social, global social media uh, guru specialising in Twitter and Michelle, we have, uh, she's just starting a fantastic business, social media management for tradies. So we'll be talking about Twitter tips and everything about tradies, Twitter, and uh, storytelling for business owners. So let's get it going. It's a very, very good, it's a very good setup because Michelle has a fantastic question, which I must admit I've never really thought of, but I've done some research. So Michelle... Pull apart the question and the reason why you're asking the question because you've got some really interesting insights here. So, Keith, I, I have a theory and it's just a theory here, but I have a theory that um, men are going to be the stronger dominant users of Twitter because it's a very fast-moving platform and it doesn't have the emotion... Um, that Facebook um, or other platforms would. I'm very curious of the demographics as far as male versus female for uh, Twitter users. What a fantastic question. I've never been yeah. asked that question to, before today. So I've actually done some research and, and also I have some really great stats for you. You've, you've pulled apart two really interesting ideas. One is that Twitter is fast moving and Twitter is emotion, less emotional. Now, that's possibly why I love it. Twitter is fast. It's to the point. It's informational. You're in and out. There's no waffle. Yeah? That, could be, that could be determined as emotionless. I get, I get that the flip side of that is that there's no connection. Well, uh, yeah, not necessarily emotionless, but sometimes I, I will see my, my tradie partner go, oh, their kid's cute. I don't care. Um, <laughs> which makes me like, he, I think he, I'm really seeing that blokes, that there's some stuff in Facebook that seems to really annoy them um and they just want to bypass to the funny or the educational stuff and and so i have a theory as i said that i, I feel like twitter is you know um i i feel like it's going to be more male dominated but I, i'm i'm curious on the stats if my theory has any well i, I will research it further but background. I I do have some stats for you, and as a project, I'd love to do the reverse uh, with Facebook. My gut feeling is that Facebook is 80% women. It's a social platform, so you have the mix of the business and the personal. Yeah. yeah. And the Facebook groups are like uh, clubs. The really interesting part here is that you've, you've touched on a nervous, and which is very important to you because you're dealing with tradies. So if yeah. tradies can't stand Facebook, you're not, they're just not going to be there. Yeah. But let me, let me share some really interesting stats about Twitter that I personally know. First things first, uh, I'm using a site called Tweets Map. What it does, the free version allows you to find where your Twitter followers are, your tweets, your peeps on Twitter. Yeah. And the subdivision of that stat is wh wh whether they're male or female. 
you can do that for free on tweepsmap.com. So basically, I did that today, and twenty percent of my twenty uh, percent of my Twitter followers are using it for business, and it represents a business account. Yeah, and it's a very very even split, forty forty, between male and female. Okay. And that might be for me because I'm male, and I actually have a lot of female friends. It might be that yeah. I have a disproportionate amount of females on my feed. Uh, so that's very interesting. You know, it's 20% for businesses, boom share and these sorts of things. And 20%, 40 and 40% people identifying as uh, themselves. Twitter this week in America has set itself up as the live streaming sports app. So the the gridiron, the American football, the NFL, they call it there, they had the first ever live streaming football game ever in the history of the world and 5.7 million people watched. Wow. So you can, sure, you can get your Foxtel and whatever mm -hmm. television setup you've got to watch live football or the soccer or whatever, the cycling. But imagine if you could just turn Twitter on, and this is the this is the premise that Twitter's using. The, the first three quarters of the screen is the game itself, and the last quarter sliding down the page is all the tweets. Hey, guess what? He just got a touchdown. You beauty, whatever they say in America, American equivalent of you beauty is. You know, so you've got all these guys, maybe some women, but mostly guys watching the game on Twitter, commenting, having a beer and some pizza. And so you, yeah. I, I actually think you've hit, a, you've hit the nail right on the head. This, this game change, pardon the pun, means that sport, any sport, can now be watched on your TV via Twitter or on your phone or on your tablet or on your laptop. Yeah. And, you know, there are a significant amount of female sports watchers. And mm. it could be, could be said that it's predominantly a male spectator sport, isn't it? Sit down on the couch watching the cricket or the footy or the soccer or the, the gridiron or the rugby. And I've never thought of this before, but I think you've picked up on something really interesting. Pick up on why you think guys don't like Facebook and why they would prefer Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, um, that's that's really interesting information. I I have noticed that um, one of the major stations that play very heavily um, to tradies within the Australian region is promoting um, Twitter a lot uh, with certain hashtags and. Um, and so that really got me thinking going, OK, well, you know what's what's going on? Why why are they why are blokes more likely to go on Twitter than Facebook? And um, so that's really interesting data. Um, thank you. No, it's it's very very um, interesting. What do you think, Zinka? Well, we have covered also the hashtags in our previous sessions, if you remember, Keith. And uh, I think that that plays a big role um, in Twitter industry because you can filter messages. Uh, big time and and to me why I would go for example for certain things on Twitter is because I don't see anything personal related that is really filtered to yeah. to the point so if I watch something on news for example on channel 7 or in the morning and and I miss something but I see 
uh, a keyword or like they were talking about this track that they were chasing in America. I just go on Twitter and just write uh, chasing track, right? And I can see the whole news of the track being followed. Mm. I can't see it on Facebook. It's a very, very good point. I want to play this out because specifically, Michelle, of why, what you're doing. Yeah. And, and, as, and, and as a guy in the, in the frame, you, you might get a slightly interesting philosophy there. You know, the word filtering is everything. I'm busy. I'm here to work. <laughs> and I don't, want to see pic- I don't want to see pictures of your kids' parties. I don't mm. want to see a picture of your cute dog. I don't. Mm. I'm in my work time. Sure, if I'm at a party and I'm a, on the weekend, I'm just lying by the beach. Men, maybe men in general, me in particular, we're busy. And so the great thing about Twitter, the fantastic thing about Twitter, and this is what your, your selling point might be to tradies, is you can go hashtag football, hashtag grand final, hashtag bulldogs. You know, I heard on the weekend that the bulldogs might be in the grand final for the first time ever. Well, I don't think they've ever won a grand final, the Footscray bulldogs. Oh, right. I was wondering, I'm going, hang on, what's going here? Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know that stat yet. I don't know if they've ever been in the grand final and if they've never won a grand final, and that shows my ignorance in sport. But the point is that if I was really interested in that, I could just go hashtag Bulldogs yeah. or whatever hashtag is going on. I can follow the feed of just the Footscray theme. Guess what? Footscray might make the grand final. It's the first time this has happened in 74 years. And wouldn't it be great if Footscray won? Everyone else, except maybe other teams in the in the finals, would agree with that because it's they're the underdog. Whereas it's very, very, very difficult to to sort of filter your feed on Facebook. You just get what you get. Mm. You get what mm. you get, and you're not even and, in- a, lo- and a lot of rep- uh, a lot of repetitive, um, yeah, a lot of repetitive and. Um, uh, yeah, very slow feed. Um, I, I go, I go to Twitter. If I, if there's something going on within my area, and I hear sirens or um, the power's out, the first place I'm going to is Twitter because it's it's the it's the platform for fast moving news. I want to give you, I want to give you a really cool story that hmm. demonstrates that. In Melbourne, yeah. <clears throat> on a Friday night, the football was on. It's five. T- past five on a Friday night at Richmond Station, which is the main hub to get out of the city on the south side. Yeah. They closed the station. There was 100,000 people at Richmond Station. And my wife was in amongst them and we couldn't work out how to get her home. So all of the, about four train lines were closed. So she, she basically had to get a tram back into the city and get, find a way to get from the city to our house or somewhere near our house via the tram because there was no way in the world I was going to get in there to drive, pick her up because the footy was on and there was 100,000 people. So I tried an experiment. I went onto the Metro Trains, that's our train system, Metro Trains Facebook, Metro Trains Google, Metro Trains Twitter, and bang, bang, right at the top of the Metro Trains Twitter feed, try saying that fast, Metro Trains Twitter feed. (laughs) 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 Sorry, guys, bit bit of stuff going on. We'll get, you, we'll get you home soon. That, I mean, out of all the things I tried, I, don't, I, don't, I, didn't, I, wasn't, uh, I didn't care where I got it from. I just wanted to know what was happening. How was she yeah. going to get home and what occurred? Twitter feed trains, trains out Twitter feed. You know? it was a, it's a news channel and it happened like within 15 minutes. 
right? Never, yeah. I don't think it ever appeared on the Facebook feed. And, and I, I Googled it and it did turn up hours later as a, as a newspaper wrote something about it. But the thing that's very, very interesting about Twitter, and we're in Australia, so this is very good, good information. There are over 5 million users of Twitter now on us in Australia. Yay! 5.5 million. 5.5 million. Um, and it's growing, isn't it? It's growing. So there's about 18% of Australians now are starting to pick up on this idea that if they want news fast, if they want information, and they want to, to uh, be very specific, if they want to filter. Such a great question because it actually led into something, so many other divisions. Whips map allows you to now target, follow, find people who live in your town. This has never been possible before. Yes, that's awesome, isn't it? So tweepsmap.com forward slash growth allows you to, and I'm not sure this is in the free version, but um, it allows you to basically say, okay, I want to follow people who live in Melbourne. I did this experiment. I found 5,138 people who had Melbourne in their bio and I can now follow them, maybe 20 a day. And I'm working my way through it. I'm up to 198. <laughs> I've been doing this a few days. You know? And so basically I can follow people who live in Melbourne who are on Twitter. So when they follow me back, guess what? We've got two things in common already. You're on Twitter and you live Very in Melbourne. Awesome. Straight away, you're, you've got something in common to talk about. It's a fantastic prospecting tool. And in a world where small businesses all work around lead generation, how am I going to get those people to talk to well, here's a list, 5,138 people who live in Melbourne who are on Twitter. They could all be my client, my companion, my, my coffee chat. They could be the next guest on this Zoom call. So can crack. you see, can you actually see who is around the corner from you? Uh, it's not geolocating. Oh. It's, not, <laughs> it, it's, it's not that clever. It's not that clever yet. And, and that, is, that has always been the problem with Twitter, that you couldn't find people locally very well, really easily. Mm. I mean, you can, and it's a little, you just go to the search bar and type in a word and maybe you could find it. But the, the geolocating is getting a lot better. So mm. I think that's great for you because you, you could then start following people in Sydney and you, and you can cherry pick the tradies and the construction companies and the, the types of people. But what I'm really fascinated by Michelle. So they have to be on Twitter, yes. In this yes. Instance, tell me, Michelle, what do you do for tradies? Oh, let's flip it. What do you do for tradies in social media? That, those two words are, are not words I would put together in the same sentence. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm helping tradies um, with uh, basically their social media and more focusing on the, at this stage on Facebook and Instagram. The reason that I haven't taken tradies over to Twitter yet is because I am aware that Facebook, that females do the bulk of the purchasing decisions around tradies. Yeah. And I'm, I'm aware that, you know, Facebook has a lot of um, uh, females uh, on there. So I help, uh, help tradies with their social media, uh, just, you know, engagement, telling their brand story, um, you know, 
it could be little things like featuring a, um, you know, their new apprentice or wishing the receptionist happy birthday. Um, really, it's really, really, really interesting. Given the discussion we've just had, I could just imagine a plumber. Can you just imagine a plumber going on and going, guess what? Here's a picture of my child's birthday party and I dressed up as a clown. Can you ever imagine a plumber doing that? No. But you could do that for them. Here's a picture of my very, very good friend, Jack. He's his son. They had a bit of fun. They kicked the footy. I've got a bit of video of that. This guy's a real person. Not only is he an awesome plumber, he's a fantastic dad. Now, he's yeah. not going to ever say that. He's never, ever going to go on Facebook to say, look how cool a dad I am. I kicked the footy with my son. It's his fourth birthday. You know, but what you're saying is you're now telling the story, getting back to the boom share idea. You've got this fantastic trader who's skillful in his position. He's also a good dad. He also lives locally. He's also a good bloke. But his culture, the tradie culture, doesn't allow him to really talk about himself. Mm. Well, he's more likely to go to the footy and have a pizza and drink beer with the mates. That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he prefers to do in his spare time. Because that's, that's the way he's been socialised. And I can say that as an observer because I'm a sort of a very atypical male. You know, I can see that males are socialised to drink pizza, drink beer and eat pizza and go to the footy and drive fast cars and be good with their hands. I can see that's how we've been conditioned. And so part of that conditioning is there's no time for fluff. You know, I, I, I might make a cake, but there's no one in the world I'm telling you that. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually now, a very, very good cook, but I'm not going to take pictures of it. Yeah. So, Michelle, can I ask you, um, how do you actually promote yourself to the tradies? In what way? How do you pitch yourself that uh, you're going to promote them on social media? In what way? Because one way is the, the way that Keith describes it, but I, I would like to know how, how you actually... Um, say to the tradies the difference uh, of you posting it opposed to they posting or you know how can you make it better because we discussed that facebook is more maybe more for females on your day and it probably needs that female touch to it mm. um whereas twitter is a little bit more harsh so mm. so do you have any special way on how you could make it better for them um, uh, tradies, um, I, I do two things. Uh, so my, my two strategies is, um, uh, I, um, well, first of all, groups. Um, so I hang out in the men's only groups where they, um, they, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but they take the piss out of each other. Um, <laughs> Um, and, uh, uh, the other thing that I do is I run, I run a Facebook page called Aussie Tradies Connect. Yes. And what that does is just shows, um, that I'm supporting the industry that, um, you know, it's okay, you know, for men to have, to have emotions. It's, you know, but also encouraging them to develop and grow. So giving them 
um, information about running a running a marketing campaign and business, but also you know supporting the industry by going okay. We need more apprentices, guys, um, and you know tips around managing staff and and things like that. So I, I run that page, um, I guess, as my contribution <laughs> to the the trading community. So occasionally I'll throw an us for you post in there, um, but generally I just run that page to to, to reach out to blokes um, and to also see. Um, you know, understand some of the things that they're really interested in as well. Do you, do you have a blog? Not as yet. I do. It's just not quite active. Let, let me just let me play devil's advocate here. What you're doing is brilliant, and or but, but Facebook is like Southland or you know Westfield. It's a shopping centre which is self-contained. And no one outside can look in. Right? It's completely self-contained. So if you're not on Facebook or you're not into Facebook, you miss out. Right? And Twitter is a little bit like Chadston in Melbourne. or what, you know, There must be another equivalent of that, a big shopping centre in Sydney. But there's a couple of key differences. One is hashtags allows you to spread your reach. Facebook is awesome. And I've said this many times, Facebook is like a huge shopping, shopping centre and if you're inside, you could be forgiven for thinking you can get everything. You can. You can get everything at a shopping centre, a massage, shoes, you know, clothes, you can get some food, you can buy a wedding dress, you can do anything you want. But you've got to be inside, right, inside Facebook. And people outside Facebook can't see it. So the question is, are traders on Facebook? That's the big question. The second thing about Twitter and other sites is that Twitter is this site that is more generic, mainly because of the hashtags concept. And secondly, the, the tweets are indexed by Google. Right? So if, some, if a tradie said apprentices, apprenticeships, it's quite possible if they Googled apprenticeships, then a tweet about apprenticeships would show up in that feed. Whereas yeah. there's no way in the world your posts on Facebook are ever going to show up on Google. Tradies can't get inside to get the information if they're not using Facebook. Right? So other sites like um, Google Plus or for Twitter are com a, an, an amazing strategy at, to adjunct to that. I'll give you a really cool example as a side to what I do. So first of all, Twitter is awesome. It's, Google, it's, it's linked to um, Google. They index it. It's, you can use hashtags. But a separate strategy that I've seen done really, really, really well is Google Plus and YouTube because Google owns both, right? So you, you Google something, apprenticeships, Sydney, and someone who's done a really, really cool video about apprenticeships on YouTube shows up in the feed. And they put that YouTube video on Google Plus and it doubles the effort. Now, this is a very, very important because 64% of people on Google Plus are male. I know that for sure. So that's a very, very male-dominated platform, Google Plus, if it still exists because I only know three people in the world that like it. And it's an awful platform. It's an awful platform. It's really awful. It's really hard to use. It's not user friendly. But the people that love it love it for this reason. 
someone Googles on their laptop a concept and Google's job is to scour the internet to find the most relevant post. It just is locked out of Facebook. You can't get to it. So if people are Googling you, Google Plus and YouTube videos are an extraordinary strategy to get that Google juice. And Twitter sort of lies somewhere in between. Now, the reason why I asked you about a blog, and I'll share these stats because Zenka knows this is true. I have a guest blog idea all the, all the time. Boomshare has a blogging post idea. So Boomshare shares a post, a blog. So that's one Google hit. It's already got one slice of Google power. I tweet it to 45,000 people. That's another piece of Google juice. Is that a good segue to, to go now and, and go and give it? It is, it is. Look, uh, thank you so much, guys. I've, I cannot tell you how inspired I am. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will catch you next time when I haven't collided with a bedside table. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Michelle, for joining us.